Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Two Ton Bridges or TO Triple TB. My name is John and I will be your Percival Silverlight today. Thank you so much for all of the well wishes and happy birthdays that we've received on our one year anniversary. It is hugely appreciated and uh, here's to the next however many episodes it takes us to get to the end of Tomb of Annihilation. <laughs> At this rate it's going to be another five years or so. This week the party is split, Siliqui is on her own and the rest are in the bathhouse. Adventure. The Log of Percival Silverlight As I have well documented in my previous journals and books, I am an individual that enjoys some activity in his day. Running, calisthenics, lifting great weights. These are all things I have seen other people do. I, of course, prefer to have others run for me. There are times, however, when one must put aside their desire to sit. And adventure fits snugly into that particular cubbyhole. Apparently, we are in pursuit of a cloaked individual through the back alleys of Port Nianzaru. Siliqui has head south, whilst Zibi, Rana and myself went north. Rana, in dog form, seemed to believe that there was reason to head into the bathhouse where we were but a few days ago. We assume he has the scent of the perpetrator. As soon as he went into the bathhouse, however, he was forcibly ejected. Rana made his feelings on the matter clear by urinating on the entrance to the bathhouse. I remind you, dear reader, that he was indeed still in dog form. Adventure! You came round to get to Zibby. Zibby decided to run the other way and grab you as he was going. And then Rana came down and got knocked knocked for 12. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, I was thinking of running in there and saying, Hands off my dog, woman! Ah, okay. It did cross my mind for that as well. Uh, which would still have happened. It well, what? Uh, so what would have happened? Would it? So hang on. So you would have seen him run past. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm happy for him to get knocked back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to retroactively, uh, uh, retrospectively add that. However, because you haven't actually taken a turn, Percival. Really, you could decide no. in sort of like a split second, just decide. Right, I'm just going to go in and and back up Rana here. Um, I, w I was intending to want. do that. Obviously, Rana has decided to turn into human form. 
<laughs> there, there is that. Uh, however, yeah. because if you're coming up to say, uh, don't hit my dog, it would then be a bit weird if he then turned it into would. a human. Well, well to be because honest with you, no, let's have... run with that. <laughs> let's still go with that. <laughs> My God, you've discovered his secret. He's a were-human. He's a, <laughs> a dog that turns boy into a human at every full moon. There's just so much wrong with this. This is the, this is the weird thing the with Goofy as well. Anytime the dog gets hit, <laughs> he turns human again. Stop hitting him. Where he goes, I go. Anyway, um, so the, the masseuse is looking quite awkward at both the fact that she appears to have hit um, a prospective customer's dog um, and also that that dog was customer. apparently human. Uh, what did I say? A perspective. I suppose we perspective. perspective. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a perspective uh. customer's dog. And I said, yeah, and a perspective customer. Okay. Yeah, that too. Yes. <laughs> and a perspective customer, yes. Um, it's just, there's just, the embarrassment is intensifying. Um, well, presumably Zibi is in the background somewhere going, oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> now tell me, where did the man in the cloak go? So... As you're sort of addressing this, we will snap back to Siliqui, mm-hmm. um, just because I feel like if we deal with Siliqui, then we come back to this, and we still sort of keep that rough yep. six seconds apiece going. Yep. Yeah. So, Siliqui, you are running up to the top of the gates, and you do find that there is, just to your right, there is, quite helpfully, a group of people sort of like huddled together chatting, all of whom appear to have black cloaks on. Oh, God. <laughs> In the middle of a black cloak convention. <laughs> um, the Assassin's Creed effect of just kind of like, where's a group of monks? Oh, that'll do. <laughs> so so that's with the, through the threshold, isn't it? So can she see anyone else around, or is it just some... It's just them. They are the. They are in this whole chase. They are the. Apart from the actual like pursuer, a person you were pursuing, even they are the first people that you've seen, um, and they are sort of standing there. You see one or two Cholton men and women, uh, sort of glance towards you as you come up. But they're obviously, you know, they're trying to huddle out of the rain while they're yeah. discussing whatever it is they're discussing. So the queen's going to suddenly be playing it cool, um, and she's just going to. She's not. She's going to stop running, uh, but she's going to walk. A bit like more of a type thing. Um, Nonchalant, yep. But so, what side lay are they on the right? She's they. They are on your right, yes. So they are sort of tucked into this little corner here. Okay, so she's going to start walking this way. Mm-hmm. But she's keeping an ear out for them, and you know she's going to do shit like, oh, this building was that the right building? You know, basically anything she can to slightly look over her shoulder towards them to try and work out. What they are? Are they a cult? What are they? You know, sort of while while kind of subtly walking this this direction. She's basically eventually trying to get around this side to kind of you know. <laughs> okay. Is it walking so, the opposite direction? Yeah. I guess so. You're trying to you're trying to work out what their intentions are mm-hmm. whilst being nonchalant. Okay. So what's the D and D equivalent uh, of constantly checking your phone and? thinking oh yeah, yeah. doing your lace-up doing your shoes Somebody even though she wears voting. she wears slipper things <laughs> I, I think you're, you're 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 constantly checking your sundial watch yes. Yes. Oh. oh damn i didn't recharge yeah <laughs> i guess it's another perception and i guess sleight of hand if you're trying to do it nonchalantly oh, okay. um, a role of perception to uh, essentially work out what's going on do we start my first um, yeah so that would be yep. 22 Number 22, and then a sleight of hand if you're trying to do it nonchalantly to make it look like you're not 
trying to check them out. Uh, slight of hand, seven and ten. Ten. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, you don't quite manage to pull off the nonchalant look, if I'm honest. Uh, the fact that you're kind of you're a bit winded from having run, not very much. So obviously you're a monk. You're quite fit. So you know. Um, but but you, still, you know, there are some steep stairs. <laughs> yeah, there's some steep. Yeah, there's some goddamn steep stairs. You don't. Um, so yeah, you're still kind of like exactly. you don't quite pull off the. Uh, oh yeah, just just you know taking a stroll in this you know downpour. <laughs> this lovely day. However, you do get a good old look at the people, and in general, I sort of assume your surroundings as well. The people they're sort of they're, they're talking talking amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. A few of them still sort of like glance over at you, but it's more kind of like. As they look up, you can see it's sort of like it's a quizzical look. You know, it doesn't really... It doesn't register as malicious. As you sort of move away, it gets a little harder to tell, but you don't think it's your quarry. You think they were just standing there chatting about whatever they're chatting. Probably business from the few, like, scraps you manage to hear as you go past them. But as you're sort of walking away from them, it is it is quite difficult to tell. Like, it's, it's still vaguely possible that one of them might be the quarry that you were after. Because, again... You didn't really get a good look at what the quarry themselves looked like. You just saw that they were a person in a black hood and cloak. Yeah. However, as you're sort of uh, having a look around, you do see that there are a couple other people out and about. You can see there's obviously there are some actual guards walking the walls. But you're looking up. You're now on the other side of the wall, so you're sort of on the side that doesn't have the battlements. Mm-hmm. And you do see there's one or two, you know, men at their posts. In the streets, it's generally quiet, but you do also catch for a second you see up on the wall it takes you a second to work out who it is but with your perception you do realise that it is one of the assassins who is very definitely looking right at you if you maybe look away to try and just like again be nonchalant you look back and they've gone hmm it's not unsettling <laughs> uh, okay so and um, where would they stood what part of the, this wall they were sort of up here and they at first seemed to be surveying just the street but then you realise as I say they are definitely looking at they were definitely looking at you they were being better being tracking you basically than I was yeah they were but you still managed to spot them (laughs) yeah Um, so knowing that you're sort of nonchalantly walking this way is there anything else you're sort of thinking or wanting to move towards um so she's going to slightly speed up but she's basically what she's going to do a lap um, mm-hmm. and yeah she's going to do a lap for now because she can't call to the others so yeah she's just going to sort of carry more but keep her wits about her okie dokie so while you're doing a lap of the hall of gold back with Percival Zibby and Rana the no longer a dog the masseuse in front of you is apologising uh, profusely but perhaps you guys are going to run over it let's see who's going to go I'd say Percival, because you kind of didn't really get your go last turn. Let's start with you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what, what are you going to say or do at this point? Where's the man in the cloak? Tell me where they've gone. So, the uh, masseuse looks to you and says, man in a cloak? I told you, and as presumably, Zibby, you're sort of coming up to join them. Yeah, I'm right behind, yeah. As uh, as you sort of come up, he says, like, I, I, told, your, uh, I told your associate here, we, I've seen no men in black cloaks here. Has anybody come through here at all, though? Within the last uh, few moments? In the last few moments? Uh, not that I am. Other than my my bearded friend here. And the dog. 
Not that I am aware of. And what I would like all of you to do, well, I say all of you, uh, all three of you standing here to do, is to make me an insight roll. Oh. Uh, insight. Oh, God. Huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, four. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you got a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say, uh, uh, Rana, you could actually make yours at advantage. And I did as well. <laughs> At advantage? Yeah, you can actually make yours at advantage. Oh, okay. That's useful. Thank you. Uh, four. No. Oh, for God's sake. No Rana. way. Double natural one. Dude, I got a natural <laughs> one as well. Did you? Oh. Yes. What are the odds? And Zibby, you got what? <laughs> natural 20. You got the natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, nice. it's all in you, Zibby. So, Percival, you, yes. um, you have the impression that... Uh, uh, you and Rana, actually, for that for that matter, have the impression that Rana was just confused and had no real reason for coming into the bathroom, and you are convinced you would stake your life on it that uh, this man is telling the truth and is just awkward because he's just smacked somebody with a broom <laughs> who was disguised as a dog. I'm very sorry. However, Zibby, you notice that this, this hallway, humid as it is from the Chalton weather, isn't really going to be responsible for the amount of sweat that has broken out across that man's forehead um, as he tells you that he has seen no one in the last few moments. Uh, Zibby's going to turn to him and goes, I asked you before, where's the man in a black cloak? Zibby, this man's obviously the most truthful person in Chult. Percy, shut up a minute. Where has he gone? Make me an intimidation because I feel that's exactly what you're doing right now. Is that is that yeah. a fair estimation? Yep. Uh, intimidation. Getting angry. Uh, in intimidation. Please don't roll a natural one. I was like, oh, please tell me. Please tell me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nineteen plus three, so twenty-two. Wow. Twenty-two. Yeah, no, that's that's more than enough. <laughs> Bear in mind, he's like he's like five foot six. I'm six foot four, uh, six foot three. Um, yeah. As you were sort of literally bearing down on this man, all three of you cannot fail to notice that the uh, broom starts to shake quite a bit in his hands, and eyes are trying to dart away from Zibby, but seem to be almost like getting pulled back in by the intensity of his stare. There is even somewhere in the background. A roll of thunder. <laughs> there always is. Ah, there always is with the Zibby. <laughs> Terrible tummy trouble. <laughs> I, I really, I have, I, honestly, I have, I have no, no, no. Please, please, please don't hurt me. Please, no. I just, we, we, we're paid not to say anything. Nobody has to know. Just tell me where did the man go? Just don't, don't say I told you. And he just jerks his head towards the changing room. All right. Siliqui, we are going to cut back to you now, because, again, trying to mm-hmm. trying to keep the balance of, you know, things happening simultaneously. So, Siliqui, you have made your way around the uh, Hall of Gold, and you actually have made your way around to the entrance to the Hall of Gold, which is also hanging open. Apparently, it sounds like, from what you catch as you sort of go past, there is some sort of ceremony going on inside there at the moment. But uh, you are now round to this point here, if you're looking at the map. Can I see anything in the entrance without going in? Nothing you can see, no. Certainly there's no sign of anybody having just run in or anything like that. As sort of glancing in, you see a sort of vast round building 
in the center of which appears to be this sort of uh, altar. But uh, you sort of you only get like a brief glimpse as you're sort of looking in. If you want, you can move inside and uh, and see more. But it's it's up to you. You kind of you've got the gate on your left hand side, or of course the path continues round to the to the right around the building. If I look around me first, is mm-hmm. there anybody around me that that I need to be wary of? As you look around, you do not see anybody on the streets. However, you can make another perception roll if you'd like, as you sort of moved a little further on. Um, sixteen. 16 uh, as you have a look around if you see the guards mm-hmm. patrolling on the walls um, but other than that you see nobody else in the street and nobody else that seems particularly in any way suspicious or or worrisome so that, she is going to ever so slightly step through but not very far in there she just really wants to peep cautiously she doesn't want to just walk in there so as you sort of step inside the impression that you get is almost like it's a room full of gold. There is gold embroidery on the carpets that uh, line the hall floors. There are golden filigree on the doors and in the columns that support the massive dome that stretches up above you. This room, it's gorgeous. And as you realise, as a sort of verse suddenly rises from the masses within, really good acoustics as well in here, which, again, not being anything to do with acoustics i have no idea if that actually works or not but i'm going to say it does like you've just walked into the middle of mass you know there there are people in song praising their god not necessarily in a language you understand soliloquy yeah um but you can still sort of appreciate the sort of the the harmonies that are that are going on and you can see in the center of the room there is that altar which peculiarly is a rounded altar so that the figure with a little cane to support her uh, is sort of walking around as she chants with her audience, her flock, so to speak, is this woman that is clearly running the uh, the service. However, as you are only sort of moving slightly, that's kind of what you see. Are you looking for anything in particular as you look in, or are you going to sort of pause here to have a look at what's going on? Is there anything on like an altar? Can I see what they're worshipping, or is there anybody I recognise? I'm going to say no. Uh, hold on, actually. Um... Let me just double check something. Okay. Above board, I'm making all of this up as I go along. <laughs> we wouldn't expect anything less. I had no plans for you to walk into the hall of gold at all. Um, Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me just check something quickly. Um, you don't see anything you necessarily recognise. Mm-hmm. However, what you do recognise is that there's this mass going on. Having been raised by monks, you know the sort of the look and the feel of uh, ceremony but this is a lot more grandiose I think than anything you saw at the monastery and what you can notice and sort of pick out is that there appears to be one individual who is seated rather more grandiously than the rest of the masses the rest of the masses are all sort of collected together kneeling facing the altar this one particular figure however is in another sort of golden filigree box which is set ever so slightly higher at the back but higher than the rest of the uh, audience and with a quick sort of look across with your with your elven eyes you see that it is quite an old Cholton woman quite grayed hair head bowed in prayer uh, chanting along with the rest of the masses that is what Siliqui gets to see Back at the bathhouse, Zibby, you have just been motioned by this uh, masseuse towards the 
changing rooms. Rana and Percival, you guys have picked up on the fact that this guy has clearly been intimidated into uh, revealing something to Zibby. You get the sort of sense that this is actually, ah, actually, we've been, we've been almost hoodwinked here, but thankfully our uh, friend Zibby here has seen through this charlatan's <laughs> charade. What's your name? I'm very disappointed in you. That's a very odd name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to give your name to the manager. I want to see the manager right now. <laughs> it's, can we not? Can we not involve anyone else, please? Just if you're going to do something, just go on ahead. But just leave me out of it. And he sort of backs into his his little corner with his broom, almost as if holding it as if he's going to defend himself. But it's a very weak grip he's got. <laughs> I think I think Rana will just. Pretty much just sort of... I think Rana's already made quite a big statement by urinating on the guy's porch. I mean, um, that is, yeah. That's definitely a somebody's, statement. Somebody's, somebody's going to have to clean that up. It's, <laughs> He's got it's not going to be Rana. I mean, it's, it's a power play, isn't it, really? Yeah. I mean, that's... You know, assert dominance. You know, first thing you do, whip it out, urinate on their floor. <laughs> just as a first thing to do. As a house um, guest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, no, just no, not not as a house guest. Um, but if you approach someone's house and they they hit they they physically hurl you from the property with a broom, then I think it's an appropriate response. Um, so I think it's free for all. Then I think you know. I think Rana I think Rana will just basically mutter angrily under his breath in Chelton, um, and he will just sort of stalk forward um, um, to stand sort of just behind Zibby's shoulder and basically follow Zibby's lead. Yeah, same. Kideki, Zibi, I assume you are going to head for the changing rooms? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. You open up and you find yourself in the men's changing rooms. There doesn't appear to be anyone in there. You sort of have a look around. There are certainly, there are a couple of bits and pieces here and there. Clearly sort of like personal belongings that some people haven't wanted taken away by the masseuses and have rather just sort of left in the public changing area. Well, what do you want to do? There's nobody in the changing room just now, but there is a door on the other side that you know leads out to the bathing rooms. Uh, have a quick look around, see if there's any clothes just dumped on the floor. Mm-hmm. Give me an investigation. Which, of course, because the others are there, if you're all having an investigation, you can have that advantage because they're presumably helping you. Yes. I would yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Bloody useless intimidating the guy at the front. but uh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, six. Uh, it's an eleven and a sixteen, so sixteen. Sixteen. Okie dokie. So, you have a look on around. Um, you don't see the cloak that you were looking for, but there are a pair of boots that are quite muddy and look sort of fairly freshly muddy in one corner that do catch your eye. Uh, okay. What size are uh, they? <laughs> you think they'll fit? <laughs> Don't think those nice as yours. Why? Thank you. <laughs> they are they are a size six. <laughs> no, far too small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's canon now. Percival has boats for feet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's 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 a rather peculiar way of walking around here. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> he won't sink though. Uh, so, what are you guys doing? You have you have a pair um, of boots that look quite muddy. But okay, so so the uh, the pair of boots. So they they just left there. Do they look like they just uh, like abandoned, or have they been placed? 
Uh, they look like they've been placed. As I say, you've turned up the fact that they look like they have only recently been taken off and the fact that they are still wet from outside. Yeah. And appear to be sort of like the wettest ones there. Okay. So that's, 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 what, I'm, that's what I'm saying there. Is they, they look placed, but yeah, they look the wettest. I would like to... So you're looking for a person with small feet. Yeah, slice things for Whose shoes are these? Yeah. Um, I would like to uh, just open the, the door to the, the main, uh, to the actual bathhouse. And I'd just mm-hmm. like to peek through and see if I can see anybody that, that's sort of hurriedly kind of wandering about or anybody acting suspiciously. Mm-hmm. Essentially, just check it out. You head over to the door. You mm-hmm. open it up a crack to look on through. And we are going to flick back to Siliqui mm-hmm. to find out what is happening with her. So, Siliqui, yeah. what are you going to do? Standing in the doorway, sort of looking in towards this mass. What are you What are you about? What are you, what are you thinking? So, she's wondering. The person who sat on the higher plinthy thing... She's wondering whether that is in fact um, Xanthe, given mm-hmm. the description. She's going to clock what um, this woman looks like because she's assuming that's Xanthe, but she's still mm-hmm. not going to, because it's still a holy place and it's not really her place to be in. She's kind of almost mentally taking pictures in her mind of the room, you know, and the people and stuff, but she's mm-hmm. going to walk back out. Are you casing yep. the joint? <laughs> just, just being There's one person that gives you a sort of sideways glance as you leave, just yes. like, what are you doing? It is the house of gold, after all. Oh, this isn't the kebab shop. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I took, I took a wrong turning. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, yeah. the post office. Whoops. Yeah. Um, as you step back out onto the street, yeah. as I assume you are. Mm-hmm. Explosion. As you as you take a step outside, Siliqui, mm-hmm. um, you see nothing. <laughs> There's nobody about, and there does not appear to be anyone suspicious nearby. <laughs> oh. oh, I hate these rolls. Okay. I know. This makes her more suspicious. Uh, back, it's so quiet. <laughs> back at the bathhouse, mm-hmm. uh, Percival, you crack open the door. Have a glance mm. in, and you see a far more packed bathhouse than the last time you guys came. When you last came, it was actually fairly empty. This time, you sort of look in, and there's almost no room in the bath to actually like get in and sit around the edges. There are a good maybe 30, possibly 40 men and women all in this bathhouse, and I'd like you to roll a sleight of hand, please. Oh. Just rolling... You win in. Twelve. Twelve. Okie dokie. Um, bear with me. Wow. I oh, know. Okay. Yep. So you managed to do that successfully. You don't think anyone has especially like noticed you just peeking around the door at all of these, well, frankly, naked people. That could have been peculiar. Yep. <laughs> yep. Peeping Percy. <laughs> However, you do see the sheer number of people and... You are struck by the sense that you're not entirely sure how you're going to work out who amongst these people might have been your quarry. <laughs> Siliqui, um, what are you up to? On the map, 
Am I mm-hmm. this side? Where's the entrance to the... Yeah, so on the map, you are at the south... Uh, sort of southeast corner. Um, so you can sort of see there's like four little turret areas around the uh, Hall of Gold. Uh, given the size of this map, um, Siliqui, I'm not sure measuring the distances is going to do masses for you. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking how far she can run. <laughs> I, she can again, <laughs> again, you're going to need to zoom in quite far to work out where how far you can run. Uh, if yeah. you're saying you're just going to sort of head off that way, you can say that, and we'll just we'll leave you walking One, and come two. back to the gents while you're sort of wandering. Well, um, I wasn't going to walk. I was kind of going to dash because. Okay, that is like, absolutely fine. Yeah, you so know, if you want to, she's in she's in strange grounds where mm. strange people. Are. Something you would know from your uh, previous sort of wanderings around uh, Chalt is that the giggling squid is down here. So the walkway you're planning on running across, if you go down the left-hand set of stairs here, mm-hmm. that is like a set of stairs that will lead you down to the sort of street food kind of area that's outside the giggling squid. Just as a sort of like by the by, I don't know if you're like trying to head for familiar ground or something, because obviously at the moment you don't actually know where the rest of your party have got to. You haven't I know. Heard. I mean, she knows from here, from mm-hmm. there. Oh, hang on. Got the really back. You know, yeah, you know from there. So from- I told them to you, go right, so I know they're probably yeah. around the right-hand side somewhere. Yeah, so it's up to you whether you want to go try and meet back up with them, or whether you want to, like, go somewhere else entirely. I might go towards the Giggling Squid at haste, um, to start yeah. with, just because. Okie dokie then, right. Um, like, you know, don't want to uh, die. <laughs> I will have you, so sort of like, as you're, as you're wandering over that way, give me another perception roll. Okay, here it goes, I'm sort guys. Because I'm sort of assuming, because of the way you're describing your feeling of being a bit nervous, I'm assuming you're kind of like looking around as you go. Yeah, this may be Siliqui's epitaph, but we shall see. Oh, natural 20! Woo! Excellent. You're yeah. going to definitely see that bolt. <laughs> I'm going to see myself die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see perfectly as the blade slides into your guts. <laughs> Ow, it was you all along. If only I had people around me to tell. Eh dead yeah um so natural 20 and five perceptions so 25 of course as you head out towards the walkway you have a look around you given the heavy downpour you have a surprisingly good vision (laughs) and have a a decent look to sort of see a widespread of both the inside courtyard where i say courtyard this sort of ring of wall where the hall of gold is again battlements yeah battlements i guess yeah, that's kind of what they—that's what they are. In in a in a city, yeah. You see men going about their watches on top of the battlements, keeping the peace. The streets mm-hmm. themselves, however, are quite empty. There's the occasional sort of flutter here and there. You're pretty sure you see a whip around of a flying serpent at one point. Uh, sort of goes flying Ooh. off in the distance. But other than that, you don't see any other strange or un, unassuming movements. Okay, so far still alive. All good. <laughs> we will leave Siliqui as she's sort yep. of heading towards the uh, giggling squid and go back to the gents. So, first of all, you have just stuck your face around the door and Zibby, you've just picked up a pair of boots. Rana, I'm not entirely sure what you're doing right now. What would you guys like to sort of discuss or do? Rana, Rana motions towards the door. Well, sort of points at the boots and then motions towards the door and says, our quarry must be in there. So... Do you think those are his boots? Rana looks at them and then sort of shrugs and says, the boots are wet, it is raining outside. 
We know that he came in here. I believe they're his. Uh, it's also a bathhouse. It's wet in here. Ronald sort of acknowledges that and says, yeah, no, that's true. But it's sort of nods. Do you think, then, that uh, it might be wise? Because, to be honest with you, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to tell who, it, who these shoes belong to in there unless we really fancy getting all a bit Cinderella with it. Um, <laughs> there's so many people in there that I don't know who these boots are going to belong to. Do you think it's wise for us to kind of hang back and see who takes the boots later? Arna says... It's a good idea, he says. But it will look strange, will it not? All of those in there will come into here to get changed. And we are all here with arms and armour. And he sort of motion, you know, motions to Zibby's hammer. He's, uh, Zibby's already got naked. Um, <laughs> 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 He still gestures at the hammer. It's fine. Holding his hammer. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I was just going to say, um, Rana gestures more meaningfully um, uh, with a broad sweep of his arm to indicate Zippy's uh, hammer, uh, and says, uh, "And says it will look strange, would it not? Better perhaps to uh, ming- uh, to mix with those inside and see if there is something we can learn. Perhaps, Rana." Do, do, is there a possibility, though, that you could wait um, in the form of, I don't know, a spider? Like a small one, not the big one you usually do, like a tiny one. Or um, maybe a mosquito or a fly. Or maybe one of those small iguanas. No, maybe not. Rana sort of shakes out his hands and cracks his knuckles slightly. And he sort of, he sort of, he, he, he puts his hands out in front of him and he closes his eyes. And he is obviously focusing very, very hard and... You know, you can see all the all the veins in his hands stand up, uh, and his hands start shaking with the tension in his in the ligaments in his hands. Mm-hmm. And sort of bead of sweat sort of forms and then sort of drips off his chin. And then Rana, uh, I didn't mean it, Rana. Rana sighs and shakes his head and says, uh, "There will be no more shaping for me." And so it's not until I have rested. Uh-huh. And then he looks around meaningfully and says, "And find something to eat." And uh, just starts rooting around the edge of the room, um, just like poking around any corners and cubby holes to see if anyone's, you know, left, left a sandwich. anywhere. Yeah, roll me yeah. an investigation. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Uh, uh, not, not great. Uh, that'll be a five. Uh, <laughs> that'll be a no then no it doesn't and to be honest quite rightly so very few people coming to the bathhouse would a bring food with them and b leave it in the unattended in the locking room that's because you do however silly. remember from last silly time we would <laughs> you, you do remember from last time however that there are the sort of they, they're not there's not masses but uh users of the bathhouse are occasionally offered like little uh, little treats and stuff like that like sort of nibbled foods um, and drink. So there is food in the house somewhere, but it's not here. <laughs> Rana, um, yeah. Rana mostly loses interest uh, after making his suggestion. And mm-hmm. even though he doesn't find any food, um, he basically just shuffles backwards and forwards awkwardly and just keeps dancing towards the door uh, mm-hmm. where he thinks there might be food. But he doesn't leave. He, he, he stays there for the time being, but his patience is wearing thin. Um, 
Pers- Percival reaches into uh, his his knapsack and pulls out I, I don't know some like jerky from a rational and, and just hands it to uh, uh, to Rana. There you go. That'll tide you over. Rana um, says thank you very very quickly in Charlton. Um, uh, snatches the jerky and just basically stuffs the entire handful into his face. Like actually uses his thumbs. To yep. physically force it into his cheeks because he can't he can't fit the pieces in without them being chewed and basically stuffs his cheeks <laughs> like a sort of a terrifying sort of scarred hamster. Is this this isn't the start of a, a shape change into a hamster, is it? <laughs> Rana attempts to say what is hamster, but it's just like a, it's just a garbled mess of, sort of spittle and spittle and flecks of <laughs> spittle and flecks of like pepper. Quick, Zibby, he's changing. Um, he's... But yes, um, so yeah, that's that's right. Ronald will just that's Rana's he's, piece. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's him sorted out. He'll, he'll just sit there and just chew quiet. Well, I say quietly. He'll, he'll attempt okay. to chew without any respect to the sensibilities of others. Yeah, no, that's 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 fair enough. Um, so Percival and Zibby, is there anything in particular you guys want to do? Then do you want to like take a particular action? Not as in like an actual like a combat action or something. But is there is there anything <laughs> in particular you want to? I was to draw my rapier and go and stab people. Um, (laughs) um, Zibi, do you have any way of uh, perhaps locating um, an object or something like that? Uh, Not currently, no. If if we could wait for eight hours, I might be able to. (laughs) That that might be a little long. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Rana, Rana says, um, sort of around to the mouthful of jerky. Rana says, uh, perhaps Siliqui uh, will have an idea. <laughs> it uh, is, it is at this moment that the party suddenly realised that Siliqui isn't with them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that that, that one. <laughs> what? I thought it was quiet around here. Um, <laughs> So, Rana says on that moment, Rana glances around, looking a bit sheepish, and says, um, w- where is Siliqui? She went left, and we went right. Rana nods, and then shakes his head slightly and says, <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. She heads south, and we head north. Rana nods and says, "I don't know what that means." <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, was, I thought you didn't, yeah. to be honest, Percival. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Rana just uh, Rana nods and says, uh, "Perhaps it would be good if she came back to meet us." Yes. Perhaps. <laughs> you wait here and see if you can spy who it was we were following. I will be back shortly. I will find um, Siliqui. Yeah, uh, many, t- many turns to leave. Uh, uh, don't okay. get too distracted by, like, foods and things. Rana immediately looks distracted because he used the word food, and then he <laughs> like, gets a grip on himself, and then um, Rana, Rana heads out the door. Um, I love this side addition to the wild show you've given. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Into the lobby, um, and heads outside where Rana has something he would like to do the receptionist Ooh. will sort of give you a, a bit of a nervous sort of bow and a, and a muttered apology as you as you head out the door 
Uh, we will stick, however, with Zibby and Percival, as there's yeah. still not really been a decision on, are you guys just going to wait in the uh, changing yes. room for the person to come out? Do you have any ideas, yeah. Zibby? Uh, uh, Zibby stops his sort of, uh, heart, uh, sort of as he's uh, sort of taking his boots off. He's like, I thought we'd go in there and just make sure they don't leave. Very well. And I shall disrobe. We're, we're going to look a bit weird if we just hang about in the changing rooms. I mean... No, no, that's fine. No. Then again, <laughs> I mean, I've heard that some people... No, maybe not. Um, and uh, Percival starts getting undressed as well and gets one of the small towels, uh, the very, very <laughs> tiny ones, and, and puts it around his waist. Zibi <laughs> doesn't worry about... Zibi doesn't worry about yep. the towel. Um, <laughs> as... As, as, Zip, as Zippy's got a really big beard, do you think Zippy could hide his dagger in his beard? <laughs> I thought it was a hammer, Zippy. Do you mean... <laughs> I was going to say, your, your metaphorical dagger or your actual dagger? He's got a bit of leather to like, tie it up. You know, like his uh, ponytail type thing with his beard. Do you mean, do you mean a you, thong? Yeah. It's literally the, uh, called a thong, yeah. isn't it? Do you yeah, mean, basically. Yeah, do, you think Zippy, do you think Zippy could use his thong to hide his well, dagger? Do you, um, do you have a thong for your, for your beard? Because I've got the feeling it's, you've always... Presumably. Well, I don't know, because your, your, all your artwork, I think, has all got like just a, a free-flowing beard. No, he's got plaits um, as well. Well, no, he's got braids and things so in his beard. Be so, uh, okay. um, give me a sleight of hand. Because <laughs> I, like, I feel like it's going to be a sleight of hand to hide it in there. Well, yes, presumably, um, as long as he doesn't move too uh, fast. Give it, uh, uh, you right, can do, you slight, can do it at advantage, because it's not exactly like you're actually trying to hide it from anybody, so you can take like a couple of minutes to try and get it in. Um, what well, well, I'm trying to hide it from somebody who's just yeah yeah sees me, but I'm not trying to hide it from somebody who, who's watching me. Yeah, do exactly. It. That's that's why I'm giving yeah. you advantage because it's not that you're you, you <laughs> it's it's a dexterity based thing rather than a actually hiding it from somebody thing. Percival's there and he's like, I, I can still see it. I bit. knew I should have put sleight of hand. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I should have put sleight of hand as one of the things I had advantage oh, on. Right. Um, I, I can give you assistance with it if I'm actually saying. Well, no, no, no advantage, but I mean, as um, sleight of hand is one of the things I could have as proficiencies. Uh, I think a criminal yeah. background, yeah. which I haven't actually got yeah. proficiency. So uh, yeah, no. So but still, so first of all, the whole the whole but helping anyway. out is encountered is is like oh, encompassed right. in yeah. the in the bonus. It's very yeah. helpful. That's fair. <laughs> yep. Um, I rolled a six and an eleven. Six and eleven. Okay, so there's there's a moment you like initially put it in, and you're like, "Ah, oh, yes, that'll be good." You take a step, and it just falls out, um, <laughs> and then you're just kind of yeah, with 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 a with a bit of help from Percival, which you feel a bit chagrin at, but you manage to you manage to get it sort of workably tight. Whether or not anybody will notice that it's in there is another matter entirely. Maybe that's just where he keeps his dagger normally. Maybe it's just a normal thing. In yeah. fairness, you don't actually know what the policy of the bathhouse is regarding like weapons going into the uh, the bathhouse. Like they're perfectly happy for you to walk into the bathhouse well, with weapons. You just don't actually know what well, they feel exactly. about. Exactly. What you know? If anybody notices, uh, if he uh, turns to the person and goes, um, "Right," if anybody says, "Excuse me, why have you got a dagger stuck in your beard?" I'm saying, "I'm his bodyguard." You think I'm going to come in here unarmed? <laughs> I thought you were going to yeah, say that. it was a toothpick. Um. <laughs> How else am I meant to clean my nails? Yeah. Was it? I can either hit you with this or stab you with this. Simi, <laughs> put your hammer down. Um, I was going to say, I'm, I don't want to know what the other thing was. Anyway, <laughs> right. okay. 
So uh, it's my put fist. Obviously, will yeah. <laughs> put all of his weapons to one side. Like you know, he, he'll put them in the area that yep. that it's meant. Yeah. To be. So you ha- yeah. So well, you do presu- actually. Presumably, we have lockers. Yeah. That's a, yes. yeah. That that yeah. is the thing. You do actually have like a locker system. So you do yeah, kind of have like fine. a little compartment you can put uh, put things away. And so yeah, you don't have don't have to worry on that front. Yep. So he has to pick one of the tall ones to fit his hammer in. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, that takes you. That takes you a little while, given the whole you know amount of time it takes to take off and the finagling with um, uh, Zibby's dagger. Which I, in my head, I now just have a mental image of just Percival and uh, Zibby just starkers, just like fiddling around with Zibby's beard um, <laughs> and Zibby walking a little bit stiff necked, like trying yeah. to like. Zibby, I can't how, move it. How do yeah. you get your beard so soft? <laughs> It's a special, it's a special blend of uh, herbs and spices. <laughs> when the really? dagger, when the dagger falls out, well, I'm not them, bending down for it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You've dropped something. See if you can hide this somewhere. <laughs> I, uh, well, hang on. <laughs> ah, nature's pocket. <laughs> before you step, <laughs> before you step in. Christ. We will cut back to Siliqui. Um who by this point has wandered out across the spanning bridge. Are you gonna head on down towards the Giggling Squid then, Siliqui? I th- I got the impression yeah. that you were. So she go that left. Way. She knows yes. that area, so it's a little bit more familiarity okay, to go that way. Um, and people know me, her there. You can roll me another perception check if you'd like. Alright then. Nah. Uh, that's a good um, so that would be 11 11 okay this slightly creeping feeling of, of being watched doesn't really leave you but you do feel sort of a bit more calm as you sort of look around you know you've not seen anything particularly worrisome and there's a bit more hustle and bustle down here given that this is the sort of street food vendor kind of area there's, there's a yeah. little bit more there's you know a couple of tabaxi minstrels here and there you start to sort of wonder a little bit to yourself you know just kind of like was that person watching me i mean they looked shifty that's why i chased them but i just you're just you're you're unsure for all intents and purposes you're pretty certain you have lost your quarry you certainly where you are you don't think you can see any sign of somebody that might be looking out for you or have been running away from you you head on down and i assume you're just going to head straight on into the giggling squid well, at least around the area, the front area of it, while she tries to work, think what she should do, just in case the rest of them are looking for her. She doesn't want to kind of be out of sight completely. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's aware that she just felt like something potentially watching her, that she doesn't want to just go straight out on her own again. So mm-hmm. if she's hanging around sort of on, you know, just outside the Giggling Square where people are and things, then she's going to... Yeah, somewhere, somewhere public, but not yeah. necessarily, you know... Uh, with an aim or as such yeah thank you thanks um are you particularly trying to blend in or are you just you're just keeping an eye out i was just keeping an eye out is there anybody around the giggling squid that she recognizes that she's seen like from um who knows she is you know that from the celebration night and things like that is there anybody that um there is no one in particular no one strikes you as um a recognizable figure there's probably like a couple of people here and there that you probably recognize as regular patrons of the uh, of the giggling squid yeah there's possibly one or two men that were a little bit too flirty with you the evening that you guys got back from defending the throat mm-hmm. <laughs> um that you know they're they're probably there they'd be all too happy to have a chat with you 
probably not even realizing who you are <laughs> but uh, but they they'd still want to chat um but yeah there's sort of there's no one no one major okay in that case she's just going to hang around outside for a bit she doesn't really want to get into convos with strange she's men she's going to have a good um, old lurk yeah right so uh, we will leave you loitering outside the giggling squid for the moment uh, soliloquy mm-hmm. Rana you have just walked out of the bathhouse and you have been told that Siliqui went left and that apparently she went uh, now remind me here John did you say that she went north and you guys went south or was it the other no, way no 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 the other way uh, we went north she went south you went north she went south okay so uh, oh yeah that actually that makes sense um, right so Rana, you step out of the bathhouse. You sort of presumably have a quick glance around. There's no sign of Siliqui anywhere. What are you going to do? Um, Rana turns to the nearest gutter and starts hunting for a rat. All right. Um, roll me a probably a survival, I guess. And I'm going to have you make it a make disadvantage because you've not exactly hunted in the city before, particularly. Uh. Oh. <laughs> So, that was annoying. That looked like it stopped on sixteen, but then it carried on. Yeah. <laughs> so that wasn't. Um, was that a survival check? That was a survival check. Uh, yes. That is uh, an eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. You have a good look, um, but as far as you can tell, you can't really turn up a nice juicy rat. You do, however, find yourself a gecko. It does look on the thin side, though. <laughs> <laughs> Rana looks at the gecko and he has flashbacks and uh, he, he just mutters under his he just shakes his head and just mutters city lizards in uh, in Charlton and he like he, he notes the location of the gecko and he, he pointedly quickly glances around and is genuinely irritated that the gecko is the only animal, uh, animal available because he intrinsically distrusts any creature that can lick its own eyeballs um <laughs> Uh, and he's also slightly jealous of that creature. Um, so what Rana does? Okay. Um, Rana, um, Rana picks out, reaches up into his teeth, and he, he picks out um, a little morsel of sort of half tube jerky, mm-hmm. um, which is important because the morsel of food is stated as a component in the animal messenger spell. Oh, very um, nice, very nice. And concentrating... Um, You've got uh, an arcane then, focus, so you don't actually need it, but still... <laughs> uh, I know, I know. You're probably going to win favour with the... If it's, it gives it food yeah. as well. It's thematic. Um, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, and so, um, and what Ronald is, Ronald will cast um, Animal Messenger focusing on the gecko. Um, so he'll... He'll flick the, the morsel of food um, on tip his finger towards the gecko. He'll mutter and he'll sort of be, be doing various things. There's a brief sort of a shimmer, a bit of brief sort of a almost like a, a glow, like um, like foxfire almost sort of runs over runs over one hand for a second, and a plume of sort of a sort of a iridescent sort of green mist just puffs out between his lips briefly, mm-hmm. um, and he casts Animal Messenger. And I'll describe the spell because I'm not sure if it's one that people have used before. It says, by means of this spell, you use an animal to deliver a message. Choose a tiny beast that you can see within range, and it gives various examples. Um, And then you basically specify a location. Now, I'm going to specify a direction on the back and just tell the animal to go in that direction until it sees someone who meets, sees someone who matches the description. And if they find them, great. If they don't, ah well. Um, (laughs) uh, And then basically, you can give a description. 
Yep. You can also speak a message of up to 25 words. Mm-hmm. The target beast travels for the duration of the spell towards the specified location, yep. uh, covering 50 miles per 24 hours for a flying messenger, or 25, 25 miles for other animal. Now, I'm literally, I'm is, reading this at the same time as yeah. you are. <laughs> uh, so the, the interesting thing is, is, if the gecko doesn't find Siliqui, it's going to climb out the wall and end up in the jungle. And... <laughs> Rana likes this because then the city lizard will learn what it's like to be a proper lizard and live in the jungle where it's supposed to be. As Rana speaks the spell and is composing the message in his head, he ponders briefly on the idea of charming all city lizards and putting them back in the jungle irresistibly where they belong. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to. I have to roll this. Hold on a second. Bear with me. <laughs> yeah. As you're contemplating all of this, uh, a closer inspection of the gecko reveals that it is, in fact, the same gecko that you, uh, <laughs> that you spoke to. <laughs> you soon realise you recognise the patterning on the, on its back. Rana, Rana's smile takes a distinctly predatory edge uh, as he casts a spell he describes Siliqui um, basically just giving a, a description of her height and what she's wearing and things as per description spell well he's seen her before he has seen her before um, he has yes. indeed, he's watched her sleep indeed yeah I say he knows pervert and, uh, <laughs> and so um, and he says he basically um, the, the message he wishes to convey is uh, Siliqui this message is from Rana we are at the bathhouse come if you can but be safe okay. uh, which is under 25 words because counting it out as I said it um, I mean, yeah, it basically says uh, when the messenger arrives it confusingly and terrifyingly uh, delivers the message uh, I'm, I'm assuming in a manner which is in the, sound of his, in the sound of his voice yeah um, uh, oh, it's the sound of your voice. I genuinely thought it was going to just like hold up one little foot, grab out a little chalkboard and start sketching out a message. Um, so, yes, I will do yeah, that. It replicates the sound of your voice. But still, this tiny little lizard with a rana voice. I will, I, I will point off um, in the direction... Um, um, south. Uh, south, yes. Uh, down that street. And I will say, go now. And then I'll wait until the gecko's out of sight. And then when it's disappeared sort of down the street Rana will mutter in Charlton half of me wishes that the lizard does not find her and he smiles a slightly grim smile uh, and then uh, turns around and walks back into the bathhouse alright <laughs> yep sure sure that is that is incredible <laughs> I was just wondering if Rana gave him the wrong description to ensure that he can't find her and goes to <laughs> <laughs> well, Rana went as far as all of a couple of steps outside the bathhouse to find Siliqui, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, that is the extent of do. my searching I'll, ability. I'll, yeah. I'll send the, the lizard that knows I'm pissed at it. It's really skinny looking. Yeah, that'll do. Um, <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Um, I'm, now, okay. I'm now in the background. Um, whilst other people uh, do their various actions, I'm going to frantically be trying to think of a title for this episode that's going to involve a lizard. Um, in some fashion. Uh, oh. oh, if you if you knew what was running through my head of the various possibilities I can do with a randomly thrown out gecko. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I'll be honest, it's, it's one of those things where when like like six episodes ago 
when we when we were starting to do information based stuff in the city i swapped up my spells to have animal messenger because i was like oh that could be really useful because i was like i could even use it if we were trying to find someone i could describe the person and i could use the animal to like scare the hell out of them or something and i've been clinging onto it in my spell slot for like for like nearly two months now just like there's going to be a use for this i swear even when we were chasing the dude down previously i said do i see the animals and Rob rolled a terrible check yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just like, oh is that, that why you that asked why i did it because yeah. i was i was i was going to use the messenger i was going to describe what the guy in the cloak looked like and i was going to use the messenger basically to put the fear of god into him or try and throw him off or make him stop or, or freak we will out find you uh yes or something like that um but obviously i then failed my inspiration based perception check with the plus two with the plus yeah. five so so, yeah, there we go. Uh, oh, that's incredible. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> right. That's me. The uh, the gecko, as you say, wanders off uh, on its on its merry journey. God knows where it will go. Uh, Godspeed, friendly <laughs> gecko. <laughs> we don't even have a name for this gecko. I I've, I'll, I will have to find a, a silly yeah. and stupid name for yeah. Clive. Uh, anyway. Clive. Golden. Clive, Clive the Gecko. First to be known by Godzilla. Um. Godzuki. Godzuki. It's, it's, it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>